0: Nick and Corey in the morning.
1: It's mo- what the fuck? <laughs> now that was our one. That was our one. We can't use it now. Double fuck. <laughs> uh, Corey, we got to cut that out. <laughs>
2: Sorry. Rated R to this episode.
1: Good morning. Welcome back to the Nick and Corey in the Morning podcast. You're with me as always as Corey. Good morning. Good morning and Alex. Good night. Hated that. And Mr. (laughs) I Can't Follow Directions is dancing over here.
0: Good afternoon. (laughs) And if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. There you go.
1: I'll see you, man.
0: I'll see you, man.
1: Uh, Guardians came out. The third one. The final one.
0: Very anticipated. About
1: time. We've recorded other episodes since the last one and this um they're gonna come out after this because this is priority i guess right As we can all agree yeah. yeah it's um, very
0: timely it's it's good that we all saw it pretty much on launch so yep. cinco de mayo, cinco de mayo uh, guardians
1: that was good max well played um well, i just saw your text it'll make sense later for everyone else um. Oh, yeah. The Guardians Three. The three of you saw it together. Oh, we did. I, I. I. did not. Um. I saw it opening night, though. I actually saw it for all of you. Yes.
2: You saw um, it on Quattro de de Mayo
1: Yeah. Yeah. I saw it on May the Fourth. May the Fourth be with you.
3: We all snuggled together and drank ices. We did. we did.
1: Alex. Yes. Have you ever gone to the movies without getting an icy? No I, mean, I
2: actually so I have an AMC cup that I got one time because they were selling it. It was it's a special icy cup that changes colors when you put a cold drink in it, but it's like a plastic cup. so I bring it home and I wash it and I bring it back every time and I smuggle it into the theater and then get free ICS every time I go to the movies
1: all right i I respect that. I <laughs> thought you were paying like fourteen bucks every time you went
2: no. No, I smuggle in a cup that they gave me one time that changes colors and it's AMC IC branded so they don't ever notice.
1: No, you're you're uh you're representing. I am Mm -hmm. on
2: uh when
0: we went to go see this on Friday, it was also when we had closing, so I was like, I didn't have time to eat dinner, so like I it was the only time that I've like gotten like popcorn and a soda at a movie theater. I'm not really like a concessions guy because they just like. They're just really expensive for no reason. It's like 20 bucks for popcorn and a soda is zero, makes zero sense. Mm-hmm. But when I got to the side with my popcorn and my soda, Courtney just walks up next to me and is like acting suspicious. And I was like, what are you doing? And then her purse opens up and out comes the, <laughs> the icy cup. And I'm like, yeah. wait, what the fuck? And then I was like, wait, I remember this now. They, they, they get a free one because they yeah, just we smuggle. sneak in the cup.
1: Jeez when I went to see Creed three of uh, two months back, I got done work at six, and the movie started at six thirty. So I only had time to like quickly stop at Burger Fry and and shove it all the way into my mouth real quick. All the and way. I had a wonderful time at Burger because it's uh, you know they're not they're not normally up here. It's a Florida thing. So I tried to go back a week later, and it closed <laughs> <laughs> abruptly. closed. <laughs> What? Yeah. Yeah. Like Jesus. I went on I went on Thursday and then I tried to go the following Tuesday closed.
3: Wow. Have you guys have you guys ever had raising canes? Not yet. No. no. They just opened one here for the first time. And I've never been. But apparently there's one. Really good. F-
1: I think there's one in Philly, but I'm not positive on that.
3: Scrumptious tendies, apparently.
1: Yeah, I heard like some of the best native to Baton Rouge. Um the one in Philly opens on June sixth. And that'll wow. be the closest one to me. Wow. Wow. Uh, um uh Corey,
4: you
1: wanna you wanna you wanna you wanna debrief?
0: Actually, before the debrief I have one pre pod story. Okay. When we went to go see this at the AMC where the race cars exist, yeah, we sat down the entirety of the movie. There was one person behind us who kept talking, and it wasn't even like talking to like, their buddy or whatever, it was literally just saying something about the movie as the movie was happening for the theater
2: to react to it.
0: Yeah, it was like he thought, but he he wasn't funny. No, it was wasn't. horribly unfunny. It was literally just like he was trying to say a joke, but he said it loud enough as if like the theater needed to know his opinion, and it, it never worked. It was so funny. It was funny, ironically. It wasn't funny because what he said was funny. It was like the fact it was that funny no because he thought
3: he was funny. Exactly. It was so not funny. It was funny.
0: Yeah. I'm, I I can't even think of a single joke he made, but
2: it like I can only think of one, but I can't talk about it until the end. Okay.
1: oh does it it spoil the movie
2: it's about the ending of the movie yeah have that one loaded
0: i'll have it locked and loaded okay it was the only thing that i wanted to bring up just because i thought it was funny and i remembered it yeah thank you but uh yeah for debrief the i don't really want to spoil anything because like i feel like saying anything is spoiling because like the thing about this movie is that right from the jump things are happening like
2: there's not much non-spoiler talk you can say about this movie other than go see it as soon as possible. Um, yeah, it's good as fuck.
1: What do I need to did... look up the IMDb description? <laughs>
0: Honestly, I think that would be better. I I didn't. We just need a non-spoiler. The main driving point of the movie involves yeah. a main character who. who has something going on with them and I don't want to say that because then it's like oh well I'm spoiling already
2: yeah they go on an adventure you can't talk about the plot of the movie without spoiling it
0: a Guardians of of the Galaxy movie where they go on an adventure that's wow would never have guessed
1: (laughs) still reeling from the loss of Gamora Peter Quill rallies his team to defend the universe and one of their own a mission that could mean the end of the Guardians if not successful
2: there you go they couldn't that even I, do it in more than one. They couldn't
1: sentence. even do it either. Yeah. <laughs> I actually I hated that. Take, that out, made me feel take out, worse. out the Gamora,
3: and you could say that about any any of the other ones. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. That made me feel worse.
0: Yeah. Uh, but if you haven't seen Guardians, if you haven't even seen if you're it, go see it, even if you're not an MCU fan, I've been saying this to people who have seen like the other two Guardians of the movie. It's not even like, I think it's just a good movie by itself. It's just like, I don't even a good think, movie. Like, I don't even think you have to be super into, like, all the MCU movies to like it. Yeah.
3: I think you have to like the Guardians trilogy. I think Better if
0: that's Avatar. all. If that's all sure. you watch. But it has no, like, connection to,
2: like,
1: Infinity yeah, you don't War need, you don't or need there's that. not,
2: like, a whole lot with that. There's a little bit f- of a connection, but not much. A little bit, but it's not I don't think you need enough. to
1: like the Guardians trilogy.
2: I don't think you do. Oh, damn. Fair enough. You don't need don't... to like, you need to, you need to have watched it
0: probably. Foundational knowledge, I guess. Yeah. No, even you don't then, like, it. Like, I you
2: don't have to super watch it, but like, it helps. Like, if you've gone into this completely blind, you can f- completely follow the story.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah I agree. Yeah. I like, you fair. don't need, the only thing you kind of need from one or two, you don't even really need it from one or two. It's from Infinity War with Gamora it's dying. Gamora's story,
2: it's Gamora's storyline. That's the only thing you really need from other movies. Yeah.
1: Even Which then, like it's like if you only watched Guardians and nothing else, you would get to this and you would be like, Whoa, "This what movie the fuck? will
2: obviously hit harder if you've watched the other movies. Yeah. and more things will stand out, but you don't need to have watched them. So
0: there is like, well, there is also like the thing from Guardians two with like Craglin having the weapon yeah. or whatever, like the Mohawk. Yeah, yeah.
1: And like I haven't seen but, that movie. But if
2: but if somebody right. hasn't seen them, they won't. Know about Yandu, so they'll be like, Oh, this is right. the character we're introduced to, like, whatever. Sure. So, yeah,
1: what makes three so great isn't the payoff from one and two, it's that, like, it's such a well written story, yeah. In I in agree, itself that's fair. I am, but yeah,
2: uh, non spoiler talk, great movie. Go watch it as soon as possible,
1: yeah. Go see this because you, the trailers really don't give you anything yeah the, the marketing good. doesn't really yeah, give exactly. you anything just go watch it
0: this is one of the best like examples of how you should do a trailer in my mm-hmm. opinion because it doesn't give anything away but it still makes you excited for like the movie yep
2: marvel's been it. pretty good at trailers
0: my biggest pet peeve with the mcu movies is that i feel like they give way too much away too early and then it's like man, I man really, i really wish i had seen this like in theaters first before mm-hmm. i saw it as a trailer
1: See, I and did... I feel like the first trailer typically gives me nothing. It's like, oh, I just saw I saw people that I recognize, and I mm-hmm. heard a song that I know. But then it's like all the other stupid like TV teasers that just oh, give yeah. you the yeah. entire where movie. where it's lit-
2: it's tiny clips. Yep. From the- yeah.
1: Like I... everyone knew the f bomb scene before it even. I didn't. Happened. I didn't. But apparently, that was just like out and about. Oh, I didn't. Know. I really I seen that one. The one apparently. I saw
2: was the one. Of, uh... Where he's talking with uh Gamora and Nebula about Nebula. That one was everywhere.
1: Yeah, that that as well. Um spoiler. Alert. Which still well, got yes a options. huge
2: it got a huge chuckle out of our theater and Corey was like, Guess nobody saw the trailers.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. You
2: said that right in the mail. And um but like I never heard the F bomb scene
1: before. Yeah, apparently but, that was like circ-
2: but, but, I found Marvel's gotten a lot better with their trailers, cause like, Infinity War showed Hulk, and then it was Hulk Buster, stuff like that. Like they've got, they've done good, or like this movie, in the trailers, there's a scene of everybody carrying Peter.
0: Yeah, the the fake out.
2: Yeah. So like, I wish they didn't
3: show him screaming about Rocket. Mm. I like that. Scene. That's also another I li-
0: fake. I out. like that. Like a- Mini fake. I like that
2: scene, but I wish they didn't show it. That was a good ass scene. All right, we should probably get into spoiler talk.
1: Hold on. He's holding he's raising his hand. That's the the scene from the trailer of everyone carrying Peter is in the movie.
2: Yeah, I know. I'm not saying it's not in the movie. I'm saying it's a fake out because in the trailer you're meant to think one thing. And in the movie it's very obviously made immediately it's another okay.
1: I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. I got you. A little misdirect.
2: The trailer is implying he's dead. Due to his limp body.
1: His limp little body. Spoiler alert. Not that Alex seems to give a frick about that. It,
2: it, no. it. I literally just said the trailer. I said something about the trailer. That's not a spoiler about the movie.
1: Nah, you spoiled it. I um, someone can talk. Who wants to go first? Max, you told me you didn't yes. like it as much as the rest of us.
3: I I really liked it. I just don't think I'm going to score it as high as you guys cuz everyone you guys well at least Alex I think he said this it was like in the top 3 maybe top 3 Marvel movies or it's up there possibly it's definitely not up there for me and not could not for no particular reason I just like a lot of other ones better but I think this was really good. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't really have many bad critiques of it. I guess, except uh, I don't even know the music. The music I think is worse than the other two. We were talking about yes. this.
2: I yeah, I would agree. I think this movie brings the weakest set of music. But, I don't think
3: that's really a critique though, because it's still good music. I think and the, the, the other two it, are really it good is music.
2: still good music. The other two are more iconic, really good music. But yeah. also, they can't just reuse what music they've already chosen. So they No, been... I didn't I didn't want them to either. But... Yeah, yeah.
1: I like but that I get... in each movie it seemed like we progressed farther and farther in terms of the yes. time period with the music. I thought that was really cool. there's even the scene good. with the uh the the Zune where they slide down to the next decade. I think it was two thousands.
2: It was yeah. the two thousands, yeah. Um I, I
1: thought know, that was for
0: you mama. I was looking at yeah. the music I really so... liked
2: that scene or that song end
0: a volume
3: 2 though isn't it supposed to be the 80s um cuz i was looking at it and like like mr blue sky i think, I think that's a 70s song
1: mm, i think the change is 79 even um i don't know so i
3: so i don't know i but i guess that's that's really one of my only critiques
0: it kind of bounces around because like it shows oh, um, yeah. Eon from the 60s and then like they have like one like when the brandy. Just, I mean, it's just like forward.
2: anybody like his mom had a taste in music that was from this time yeah. period to this time period. It's going to be like everybody. Right.
1: Yeah.
2: She didn't specifically split her music up into decades.
1: Right. Yeah, I know. I know. True. It was
2: <laughs> right. Right. But so. she didn't
1: make it to the 2000s. Spoiler. No, she did not. <laughs>
2: That's a spoiler <laughs> from the first. The first one. And yeah. the second movie.
1: Damn, I haven't seen that one yet. All
2: right. Well, good stop thing. saying that. <laughs> it was pretty good. Um.
3: Oh, I have another critique. I guess. Okay. I thought of it. Um, I was talking with Corey about this. Um, I don't think the villain is as strong as some,
2: as it could be. I strongly disagree.
0: Nice. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. When were we talking about this?
3: We maybe I was talking about it with Nick. Uh, it was maybe Corey. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe, you were on the phone.
0: Yeah, I was because I also I was about to, So, something I had loaded ready as a talking point for this was I think the high evolutionary is the villain we should have gotten for the multi movie franchise instead of Kang. I think he's way more menacing.
2: I think so far he's shown to be worse than Kang, but I think Kang has more potential. Minus Jonathan Majors. Nick?
1: So, I'm going to play Devil's Advocate a tiny bit here with Max. On the surface, what what's the difference between him and Ego?
2: I would say the difference between him and Ego is Ego, sure, he wants to do his takeover but he doesn't fucking care about people at all he just wants to be everything he doesn't want to have creatures or care about them whereas this high evolutionary wants to create his own universe that he can lord over that's perfect that is amazing but it also like he's tortures animals abuses them and makes them into these things that he says serves a higher purpose and then he fucking, well, I guess we're in spoiler talk. He fucking nukes the planet. <laughs> that was a crazy and scene. And mass genocides Yeah, the whole thing that he created.
3: Yeah, me critiquing him is not saying he was bad. I think he served his purpose. Um, I don't but, think he's bad. Yeah, I don't think he's bad. But he was just kind of, he's kind of screamy at times. I think that made
2: him less menacing. I think he's one of the best villains we've ever gotten in a standalone movie that's not like Avengers.
0: I kind of it, agree. He works kind of really agree. well,
1: but like, he's... it's another Sorry. like God complex. I want to rule the world the way I want the world to be. He just does it better than everyone else has done it. Mm-hmm. But like, what is the difference?
0: The line of him saying I forget who it was, but it was just saying like uh something about God, or he was yeah. saying like and then he goes, There is no god, that's why I stepped in. That is one of the greatest lines and the delivery of him just like
2: screaming it at somebody. That's when he's screaming to his second in command.
0: I think what makes him stand apart from eon or uh ego is I almost said eon. Um, you,
1: you more than almost. I did, I did, sorry.
0: um, I don't know what I was thinking about with that one, but is Skylanders. Kurt Russ. it's the way that they portray those characters. Kurt Russell kind of portrays it as more of a, like, charismatic, almost charming. charming. Like, he lures Peter in on his planet and, like, builds up this, like, relationship. And then, like, as soon as he thinks he has him on his side, he, like reveals like his like master plan kind of thing and then it all blows up and that's like that's where I think there's a difference with the high evolutionary you never think that he is anything other than like a tyrannical dictator unless you are like one of these people that he created like they were always under the illusion that they were a part of his master plan that he like cares about them but in reality he never really cared about like the inhabitants he just wanted this like god complex to be like greater than everybody else
2: okay he also makes it for a franchise that is what probably started the mcu being jokey and quippy he is he makes zero jokes he has zero quips he's just a fucking animal and he's so detestable i think the general public will hate him the most out of any mcu villain ever be purely because of how he abuses animals and people have such a soft spot for animals
1: yeah no one's really gonna ration, like be able to rationalize with his thought process he's just a bad dude yeah and we haven't had just a bad dude there's in,
2: no in... redeeming qualities inside of him
1: like you look at some of the other like really good villains we've had people are like well Thanos was kind of right or like i yeah. side with or killmonger, like, yeah, whatever. like killmonger yeah it's like there's none of that with this. It's, he is a piece of shit. Yeah. Everyone should hate him. Everyone does hate him.
2: Yeah. The tone difference I think is insane. Easily the, the most hated villain. And it shows that Thor Ragnarok, or not Thor, Thor Love and Thunder should have been a much better movie because this does what Thor Love and Thunder should have tried to do, where it has a villain that can be much darker, but doesn't overuse jokes so much to where the movie becomes watered down.
0: That's true. It was insane. I, oh, go ahead, Max.
3: Well, I was going to say, I agree. I was glad he didn't really joke around that much. That made him better. I don't know. I can't really argue with you because I agree he was good. He was, he's on the better half of MCU villains, I think. Yeah. Just, I don't know. I'm trying to think of critiques, honestly. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, he was fine. I don't know. He served his
0: purpose.
1: Well, I'm I want to talk say... about, oh, uh, go ahead. is there something no, no, else no, no. you wanted to add with? Well, I was just going to
0: say that, like, I recently saw this thing talking about like the progression of James Gunn in terms of like the MCU, and it was saying that Guardians One with Ronan, he was this very like cookie cutter. Like you could have you could have put any other villain into that role, and it would not have mattered because like it's so basic what his like motives are. But then the second one, it becomes a little bit more complicated, like adding the family dynamic, and um, also like hi- like Kurt Russell as like the actor, it makes his character a lot more fleshed out. And here I think we get, like, the best of both worlds. Because we get, like, a villain where, like, their motives aren't incredibly, like, sophisticated. Like, it's pretty clear-cut what he wants, but he executes really well as well. Like, showing off, like, the planet that he had built just, like, blowing up. And all the inhabitants, like, the sheer lack of, like, empathy. Empathy. It's crazy. It was I, I was blown away with that whole set piece, like everything blowing up.
2: And I think that's why after because I, I after watching The Guardians 3 for the first time, the next day, or not the next day, a few days later, um, Courtney and I sat down and we rewatched all three Guardians movies, including going to see this one again in theaters for a second time. Um and after rewatching them all back to back to back, I think it stands out like one is a great story and it's a great origin story and I think it's a good beginning to their trilogy. But it really, Ronan, in the movie, is such a lacking point that I can't argue that movie is better than either of the two that follow. That's fair. I think villain is so important. Um, and
3: I don't know. I think I think the first one was more about forming the group. It was. And it was more about their relationships than Ronan. I'm not saying Ronan was good. He's not great, but he's
1: bottom um, ten, I think.
3: Easily, he's, yeah, he's not. He's not very good. But I don't. I don't think that's what the first one was really about.
2: No, and it's it's not about Ronan. It's not Ronan's story. Whereas the next two are much more villain focused.
1: Um. Well, I'd like to transition to the other villain in this this mm-hmm. movie, uh-huh. being the bounty hunter, that is Adam Warlock.
3: Uh, I forgot who you meant for a
1: minute. <laughs> I didn't like him. I'll say it. I know Why? some of you disagree. I didn't. That's my like one real complaint. I didn't like how they did Adam Warlock. Um, I think he's a really cool character. I think he's a very uh very. I think he has a draw, and I think the the Guardians of the Galaxy video game probably helped build some popularity with him for for uh the normies.
2: I fucking love that video game, and I want to play it again after watching all the movies, but sorry to continue.
1: I'm happy for you. <laughs> um, anyway, he. I didn't it did like it. Of,
3: it did kind of feel like they... I, yeah, I said this to you on the phone. It kind of felt like they just had to use him because they set him up in the dang credits of the second movie. Yeah, And they were like, oh, what are we going to do with him? Oh, here he is.
1: And I get why they did what they did with him in that, like... He basically is a baby. He was just he just came out of his little hibernation pod. He was thing.
2: taken out too soon as well, which is mentioned in this movie.
1: Yeah, no, I I get that. Mm-hmm. But like, I thought it was stupid and I didn't like it.
0: I liked I liked himbo, Adam Warlock. I thought he was pretty funny.
2: I thought it was a good introduction to the character, and I think James Gunn is a smart man and knows what he's doing. If you bring in a fully grown adult, Adam Warlock, with his full power set, how strong he is, he would have overpowered the movie way too much. Whereas this gives him room to grow and progress in the following movies, because I think with the actor being so young, he's going to be a part of the MCU for a while.
1: My beef isn't necessarily that he was weak, because every time he, he goes back into his little... His little mm-hmm. pod, he gets stronger. Like, that's how yeah. it works for him. It's just the fact that he was so fucking stupid.
2: Yep, because he's a baby.
1: But I, that I, he can be weak and like have brain cells. Just don't make him so damn stupid.
2: I like that part. They, I think there's... It's just kids don't have brain cells. So
1: he's the rock from Fast and Furious, but dumber. That's exactly what he is in this. Is he? Yes. I don't think so.
2: I think my only complaint that involves Adam Warlock in this movie has to do with the very end of the movie.
0: Sure. that's. And, I think that's a good point.
2: And when his mom dies, he's just like, mom, and then doesn't acknowledge <laughs> it ever again. <laughs> like, those are my two big issues with the character. Other than that, it it is what it is.
0: I think he loses a little bit of steam towards the end of the movie because his motives become a lot more like wishy-washy. Like yeah. I- I'm, I'm kind of confused about like why he's still trying to, like, fuck up the guardian's plans after he's been shown that the high evolutionary kind of is doesn't give a shit about the sovereign at all, or like, mm-hmm. it's just gonna like kill him if he has the opportunity. He's a confused, it, baby. It kind of t- it takes that that scene of like drax putting him on the ship and he's just like why'd you do that and it's like people deserve a second chance after like he's gotten like his third chance pretty much Mm -hmm. um but other than that i thought his character was like yeah he's stupid and he has like this weird like chad energy like he just he's super
2: powerful but then he gets like bitched around a lot and like but i think he also has one of the funniest scenes when he melts the guy In the chair. Yeah. That is.
0: Yeah. I think the comedy he brings makes up for the fact that he is so silly and stupid. It'd be one thing if he was stupid and like the jokes didn't land. I'd be like, man, this is annoying fucking character. But it's because that he adds a lot of comedy. I like the scene when Gamora has the little like furry animal and she throws like the knife up to it. And he's like, don't do anything rash. (laughs) And like, yeah, I thought it was funny. I thought like. He's not very threatening after the first scene. The first scene of the movie, I think he's very threatening. And then after when he like joins up with like his mother again, I'm like, oh, he's just like a child. hmm I don't know. I liked his power sets. I liked anytime he flew around, I thought the camera work was pretty cool too. Like yeah. the way it moved around him, or like that opening shot of him like coming towards the camera real slowly.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and I and you guys said okay. like it felt like since they showed him in the post credits scene of the second movie they had to put him in here and that's what they felt like. But James Gunn directed all three. He has had this plan for a while. He it was not he didn't set himself up to oh I have to put this character in last minute. He knew what he was doing. This was his plan all along, and it set the character up for a lot more growth in future stories. And it his uh, my worry would have been if he came in like. I guess not being as dumb, he could have taken away from the Guardian story more and he wasn't the focus of it in this movie. I think that's fair. I, uh,
3: I didn't, I kind of agree with Nick. I didn't really like him, but I don't, I'm not really mad about it because I don't think it was about him. Mm-hmm. Like kind of what you just said. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't really meant for him. So it, I don't, yeah. I don't care right now. Maybe I will someday.
2: I think but. if he continues being like this in every single appearance, then I'm gonna not like it. I think I'd be annoyed.
1: Yeah, that would be horrible. Yeah, but it just wasn't what I wanted by That's any fair. means. It's just not what I want from my Adam Warlock.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it, maybe He'll put it could on be the be that, fucking gauntlet. It could be that I don't really give a shit about Adam Warlock. Is the reason why I don't really care that much that his character was changed. Like the only really That's... The only thing that I have seen him in is the video game where he's, like, this really wise, strong character. Mm-hmm. And I know we didn't get that in this, but I don't – I haven't seen his other, like, stuff. Like, I, I don't really – He's he space, space Jesus. He's Space Jesus. I know, like, they retcon He used to have, like, one of the Infinity Stones in his head. Um, mm-hmm.
2: Well, and like, it was supposed to be a huge part of the Infinity Saga. And right. he was not –
0: it's one of those things that like he's his character has already changed so much that I don't really yeah. care if they change him anymore.
2: Yeah. They
1: did he becomes do a good God job at one point.
2: They did do a good job of making him powerful in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I want I want I want power. His One-Man should have all that power. All
2: that power. Him, <laughs> him beating up the guardians at the beginning was really well to instantly show yeah. like oh this guy can fuck shit up and then later when he's fighting the creepy fucked up pig the pig like goes to charge him he just instantly snaps his head off oh yeah like more pig yeah i think they did a good job of making him powerful
1: yeah i i agree with that i just wish he wasn't so stupid
2: and i think that's a fair uh disappointment
0: okay so how do you think drax was done in the uh guardians of the galaxy trilogy since his character is dumbed down a lot
1: um, in the same way that you said you don't care about Adam Warlock, I don't care about Drax like that. I care about Adam Warlock like that. I just don't care about Drax. But why? I don't. I don't read. Go. I don't read things about Drax. I read things about Adam Warlock. It's Fair just enough. a character I'm not like as invested in. in like I'll read. I'll read Adam Warlock stories and and lore and whatnot. I don't. I don't sure all that But well, in, in, in the comics,
2: all. Adam Warlock is a much bigger presence than Drax's.
1: Okay. That's also I think,
3: true. I think Drax is actually funny. I didn't I didn't really think Adam Warlock was that funny, to
0: be honest.
1: Oh. I think I, his I voice think makes I think the funniest part about So his voice. funny.
0: I don't know. I thought he was hilarious. I think I most this, of the stuff
2: was funny.
3: The Gamora scene was funny. Um I don't know.
2: There's, I can't a scene where he melts. The person is funny because he's and, so proud of himself.
3: I didn't think that was that funny. I don't know.
2: Damn. That was it. Okay. I, I think
3: Drax, Drax is funnier with his like random comments. I,
2: I don't know. I, and the way, just the way he says it, even. I think, I think Drax is a lot better in this movie than he was in the second movie.
0: I agree with that. I think the delivery is where Dave Batista is really good as Drax because yeah. he'll like give really deadpan statements and that heightens like the, the joke. Mm-hmm. Like Mantis being like, "Why didn't you offer me a Zarg nut?" And he's just like, "There are no more." And he reaches in the bag <laughs> yeah, and he's trying to be right. really slow about yeah. it. Like, or it's or funny. Like, the it would be movie. like
2: every time it would be like Rocket's your best friend, and then Drax is just like second best friend. Second so <laughs> like best friend. Yeah. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> like that's funny. That's funny.
1: And then, that's or- like how I met your mother.
2: Yeah, it's exactly like how I met your mother.
1: Yeah. The,
5: the
0: part, part for- when. I was just going to say when they're, they're like going to start their mission or whatever. And he's just like, we're going to kill anyone who stands in a way. And then Chris Pratt's like, we're not going to kill anybody. He's just like, we're going to really, really hurt somebody. <laughs> one man. <laughs> one one person one no stupid one stupid guy who no yeah. one loves. <laughs>
2: All <laughs> All right,
1: which is really sad, funny, sad, but ruined in the ruined trailer. Ruined by the
2: trailer, yep. It would, yeah. have been, it would have hit a lot harder if it wasn't in the trailer. Sure.
1: Which I still laughed.
2: I did yeah. still chuckle. Anytime he makes a
3: joke, I pretty much laugh. Yeah, just the That's way sick. he says things, he's so
0: funny. We talked about the music already, and how like that heightened a lot of the scenes. Like, we had a discussion about like how the opening numbers for all three movies have like pretty intense music. Like this one had creep. Um, the first one had uh, what was it? Um, I'm gonna get a to like? or or gotta well, um. Yeah. But I also think that the way that they did not use music in certain scenes heightened.
2: Yes, definitely. I want to talk
1: about Creep real quick, if that's allowed. I guess so.
2: So the
1: Creep. Sorry, go on. I'm a little. So I get that, like, the come and get your love scene from the beginning of Guardians 1 is iconic. And I totally get that. And it's awesome. They reference it again in Endgame. They reference it in the credits of this one. Yeah. The song doesn't mean anything. True. It just it just adds like it just adds character to him, whatever. Yeah,
3: that, but well, it kind of you mean the words of the song don't mean anything. yeah 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 in the true. context. Of whereas the movie, like
1: yes. exactly, whereas like creep meant like a lot. Yes, with yeah, like how Rocket sees himself, how Quill sees how everyone in the Guardian sees himself, besides Strax. Um, as Mantis said, he's the only one that doesn't hate himself. Yes, and I thought that was brilliantly used, and i I liked the acoustic version mm-hmm. a lot.
3: I do, I definitely appreciate that, but I I think the main reason I like the first one is because I love that song, um, and I think the movie's iconic, and it's just you know I saw it when I was like how old were we like fourteen, thirteen?
4: Yeah, I don't I mean, know. You gotta it's watch it just, again.
3: I'm I'm not being objective about it, and I don't care because I
2: love that movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy Alex has been uh, converted.
2: I don't think it's a bad movie. I Me think neither. A I love it. Movie. I just think there's no argument for it being better than the other two. Other than nostalgia and like, oh, we're being interested.
1: Origin. To the yeah.
2: But like, I mean, I. You can tell the budget for the first one. They didn't believe in it.
1: That's sad. Yeah. I should always believe in everything.
0: It also went... Even through, like, that
1: Black Adam podcast. Go listen to it. They still only at one listen.
0: <laughs> it went... Okay. Funny. However, something else about Guardians 1 is it went through development hell. Like, yeah, there was a time before James Gunn was even attached to the project. Like, yeah, someone else was writing the movie before he got there. And then he had to basically be like, actually, we're just scrapping this whole thing. Because, like, yeah. this script is not up to, like, what I want.
1: But well, that kind of want... seems to be the theme with a lot of the different Marvel projects. I would say, like, there are some that they could
0: bank on and be like, oh, this is going to be uber successful. And then there are others where, like, this can be successful, but we're not going to dump a lot of money into. And so we've proven that it's really good.
3: That movie, okay. like, changed, changed the whole MCU, though. It like, did. it was completely different oh, I agree. That.
2: It did. I it definitely changed the MCU to being more, oh, we're going to use songs because everybody liked that. Um, and more and funny. We do more, we're going to make more jokes. Everybody liked that. Um, we're going to incorporate space weirdness uh, or just weirdness in general into a lot more movies because everybody liked that. Without Guardians, you don't ever get Thor Ragnarok.
1: Yeah, I, could, sure. I think I'd be okay. I think
2: that's, that's, that's a fair <laughs> point.
1: What? You don't like Ragnarok? I just don't like it as much as everyone else does. I've said this to you before. Yeah, I...
0: you have. You have talked about this before.
1: Yeah, I am not. I don't really find entertainment in any part of the movie that's off of Sakar.
3: So, do you guys think Guardians One changed it for change the MCU for the better or worse? For the better, for
1: sure. I think it just changed it.
0: I agree. I don't think it's better or worse. I think it's. Just different.
1: Because there were movies where it landed and I liked the yeah. characters, but there were also movies where it like completely took away from from everything it was trying to do. I that's, agree. And I think that's unfair to say that's better or worse. I agree.
2: Interesting. I think overall it helps more than it hurt, so I'd say it's better.
1: We've had think... good balance of like yes. comedy and Yeah. I, I was going to say that. It's I, really I think, just like two bad ones. Yes.
0: Right. The ones where like that formula made it even like intensified how bad the movie was are like extreme cases. But everything else has been pretty much like, all right, clear, like straight line, pretty much. It's not yeah. like fluctuating
1: a lot. Yeah. The issues with the turtles weren't because they tried too hard to be funny. No. True. That no. was just a terrible movie. Or like Shang Chi,
0: like that. I was about uh... to say
1: that one. Yeah,
5: the reason why that one's
0: good is not because like it's got a bunch of jokes in it. Okay, I thought you guys were saying it was bad. Okay, I was. No, no, no,
1: no, no. no, no. Like (laughs) people like to say that every single movie since Endgame has been bad because they try too hard to be funny. And one, I don't think every movie since Endgame has been bad. And two, I don't think comedy has been an issue for anything besides Thor: Love and Thunder, and for uh, Ant Man.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I gotta
1: see that. Hashtag I just my opinion.
3: I think Shang Chi had a lot of humor, though. It did. It but had that humor, wasn't but it wasn't
1: it was like
0: good. yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't
2: overpowering, like love
0: and thunder, right?
1: It was the perfect they,
0: balance. I would they say they didn't go
2: out of their way to make as many jokes as they could, but jokes were made, just like any other movie before Guardians would have been. I
0: sure. think that was another case of like the villain having a very important, like part of the movie where it's like, oh, I think the villain is also very good, so it helps mm-hmm. like with. The main character balancing yeah, it
2: out, definitely. And I think a lot of at least individual movies survive and fail on the villain.
1: I I tend Except to agree. Thor,
2: Love and Thunder, that one did not fail on the villain.
1: I I tend to agree because.
2: Um, so yeah.
1: Yeah, that was that was good. Silence, fellas. What do we? Um, what do we? Was there? I was you were there say... else. You wanted yeah. to
0: add about the music. I was the reason why I brought up this point and like how like music is good, but also like the lack of music is good. I have been thinking about the scene of when uh Rocket's friends die when he's oh, like yeah. young, and like the absence of even like a soundtrack or a score or music at all makes that scene so much worse. Like so much better, but it like, invokes so much more, more, more of emotional. a feeling. Yeah. yeah. Like when he is like crying and like just letting out such a like a brutal like terrified scream, it was like, oh my god, this is this is making me feel a type of way.
3: Yeah, I was I was surprised they were allowed to do that. A
2: lot of yeah. those scenes.
1: There was another movie. There's a weird.
2: lot of scenes that I was like, I'm they're pushing the boundaries.
4: Yeah.
1: There was another movie you and I did kind of recently, Corey, where we talked about like they used silence in a way to enhance um, the stakes in certain scenes. I can't remember what movie it was, though.
0: It might have been Creed 3 when they were boxing and there was like no
1: sound. No, we haven't talked about Creed 3 yet. What? Yeah, we, we've we still only done the first Creed.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I refuse to believe that. We we briefly talked about it in line for uh fuck, what ride was it? Oh, that was our that was our F bomb we weren't supposed to use. I already so, said it um,
2: earlier in the podcast. So
1: what ride I uh I think the Gringotts, Escape from Gringotts ride. We talked about it briefly. Okay, did you guys escape? We did. No. Oh actually uh, we didn't. We did. Oh my
0: god. No, no, no. <laughs> what what ride was it that we went on where it just we didn't see the end of
1: it? Oh my gosh. What was it? Was that? it Transformers? It was Transformers.
0: We just didn't see the end of the ride and he's like did the the one of the attendants like we literally saw like parts of the ride you were not supposed to see because like the cart was <laughs> turned at an angle and then we are coming down and then we are going on the conveyor belt and then the guys like hey did like the ride just randomly stop at the end of it and everyone's like yep. He's like, okay, what well, I'm going to need you guys to go is this store if you want to ride the ride again for free. And then me and Nick were just like, can we just leave?
3: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Bumblebee? I'll never know.
1: I wonder if he yeah. caught us. It would have been really good if it was as we were falling and then it cut out.
0: Yeah, yeah. I guess we didn't survive that one.
1: Yeah. We went splat.
0: Anyways, oh, you, were, you were saying just about like the We're talking about music still whack of um, music, yeah. enhancing a scene, yeah.
2: It is a it is a good tool to use, and I think in this movie overall, not just with the music, something that Love and Thunder struggled with, which is referenced or, or I will reference a lot, it, as a yeah. bad movie. Um, James Gunn knows when to add humor to a scene, and he knows when to let a scene breathe and do its thing. Yeah. Like I fully expected if this was a worse movie. For when Mantis is going up to the fuck, what are they called? The the big monsters when they're in the when it's big her they, monsters. Yeah, 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 yeah the big teeth they, monsters. Yeah, when she's yeah. going up to the big teeth monsters to be like taming them or calming them down. In a worse movie, she would have gotten eaten. They would have just And like, that's a punchline? Yeah, that would have been a punchline. They she would have been walking up being like, no, it's fine, and then walk <laughs>
1: I was almost yeah. waiting for it.
2: I, w- I was kind of like how Drax,
1: it. Drax did in the first one. He just jumped in their tummies. Yeah,
2: like I was fully expecting it, but then they actually let the scene breathe and they let Mantis have her powerful moment, which made huh. the movie a lot better.
0: What's funny is that I actually didn't expect that. Like, mm. or that wasn't a thought that I had in my head of like, oh, she's gonna, she's gonna get eaten here. I yeah. fully. The reason why is because Nebula at that point already saw that the per like the purpose of Drax, like Mm -hmm. how he can, how his like stupidity or like his like levity can like be a good tool. And she hadn't seen how like Mantis's like empathy could also be a good tool. Mm -hmm. And that was like what that scene was for. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I thought Mantis was way better in this movie than any previous movie.
0: She was also just so much more in it. Like I'm glad that her character got like more screen time. Yeah. She she got better and better. Oh, yes.
1: yes yeah guardians 2 was like whatever infinity war was better yeah. and now here we are
3: yeah you see her use her powers
4: you're a kitty
1: she gets to no. fight she gets to do kung fu and whatnot yeah, yeah.
0: you're you're madly in love with drax <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that was funny <laughs> with
2: him <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> that was actually really funny i kind of really forgot good, about that
2: that was a really good scene and I expected a callback later when they were fighting against the guys, but it never came. Yeah, I wish it did.
1: Um, Is there where... I don't want to get to Rocket yet. I want to save that for last, because this is his story. Is, is there anything else that you guys want to talk about?
2: Um, We're not talking about the ending yet.
1: Um, <laughs> I thought the part Okay. So yeah. Go ahead. Star-Lord. The fuck a Star Lord. Uh,
2: yeah, Star Lord. Did Who? you guys? I don't know if you guys have seen the discussion on it because James Gunn yeah. has been doing a lot of Q and A answers on Twitter. Yeah. And I've been invested in them, uh, but there was people have been pointing out how Star Lord does not have his mask or his boots, rocket yeah. boots anymore, which yeah is a big part of Star Lord. Did you guys notice that while watching the movie, or feel like it detracted from it?
1: I noticed it when uh, he almost died. I was like, "Where's <laughs> your mask and your boots, yes, young one?"
2: I that was too. that was a complaint that people had about the movie, and the explanation for it. I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but he obviously is a belligerent drunk at the beginning of the movie due to Gamora's absence. Um, <laughs> Max just got really bright. <laughs> um but he's a belligerent and drunk at the beginning of the movie and he passes out. And that's when the carrying scene happens that is in the trailers. And then when rocket's in trouble, he wakes up and presumably hung over, but has just passed out. So he's not really sure what's going on, but he sees rocket in trouble. He grabs his guns. And in that moment, he leaves behind his mask and his boots. And then immediately after they fight with uh, Adam Warlock, Rocket needs to instantly be rushed to the ship and they have to instantly run away. So he never gets the opportunity to grab his mask. And that's the explanation for it not being in the movie. Can I give another
0: explanation? Sure. Yes. Uh, James Gunn does not like how Marvel handled his characters in Infinity War.
2: Well, that is true. He has said that.
0: He So in Guardians 2, the reason why like both items get destroyed and then they're magically back in infinity war without really an explanation. And he just blames that on the fact that like both projects were being written on or being developed at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so like whoever wrote or like the writers of infinity war were like, Oh, well he's going to have his mask and his boots, whatever. So Mm -hmm. it causes this weird continuity thing where he has them back in infinity war. And when someone asks about it, he's just like, it's the new ones. They just got new ones, yeah. yeah. And if he had had it his way or if there was more like communication maybe between like in that writers room, they, yeah. Yeah, exactly. They just he just would not have those things in Infinity War.
2: Yeah. And that's and that makes sense, but James Gunn has said that that was his or that was his in universe reason for why it's not back. Right. is because he right. left it.
1: That's kind of petty.
0: Not his fuck you I, yeah. I don't like how you handle my characters thing yeah to be um, fair it, it's his baby like it is. i would be if i was a writer and like i had to helm this great project i would be a little upset if they took my characters in a different direction than what i wanted
2: yeah and the, i mean he's obviously he's obviously has some kind of resentment for his firing and then subsequently oh recovery,
0: yeah i mean which, too. i would be said. pissed yeah
2: um, so he he's not exactly super happy with Disney, I'm sure.
1: I get that and I don't blame him, but over fucking boots and a mask, that's petty.
0: Yeah.
3: It it's symbolic.
1: It is.
0: It's it gets the people going. <laughs> I don't think that takes
1: away from anything. The- by the no, way no i don't think no. I, I didn't even notice I it like i didn't even think it mattered no, but except... it was the
0: fact that people brought it up and then he was like he didn't have a good explanation because it's like it was out of yeah. his control if he had
2: except for the last scene it never yeah. comes up also yeah, his other explanation he actually in his explanation he only mentions the mask because he says there's no more need for star lord to have rocket boots because the jetpacks that rocket has made is just way more effective so he would never have rocket boots anyways he would just use one of uh, rockets inventions because it's more effective but the mask is what he explained was like oh he didn't have time
1: so rocket can make new rockets but a rocket can make rockets but yeah we can't make a new mask for for a coil we gotta correct. we gotta be all mad about it
2: correct yes sure... I, I i see even in infinity war it didn't recognized to me like always oh, mask broken guardians too i was just like yeah he has a mask that's his I me mean, neither because you like, can make character. new
1: things the milano gets destroyed how many yeah. times
2: are
0: they
1: even <laughs> driving the milano in this movie in this one
2: no they're no. Yeah.
0: Yeah. it's a different yeah. shit
1: yeah. it's a bigger milano. It
2: bigger milano that's... well it's has bowie gone <laughs> like david bowie it's gone this time yeah yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. i don't know things can be rebuilt well, it is yet again it shouldn't be a huge issue
2: Demolished. They they can be rebuilt, especially in Marvel tech and with Rocket,
1: or even Earth. We have like wood. That we can the rebuild whole, that things.
2: Mask breaking was the whole reason Yondu died, so it is important to James Gunn. Uh, Gamora. What do you guys think of Gamora?
1: Um, I'm glad she didn't get together with Quill.
2: Yes. Me too. I was going to eventually talk about that during the end. Um, but during the, end during the final scenes. But I'm glad that the ending happened how it did.
1: I feel like her being a Ravager makes sense. Like, just for what we've got with her. Where we know where she was at, at that point in time, and like what we got with her from Endgame. I think that makes sense. Um, I
2: think it makes complete sense, and it shows how much more similar her and Quill are than she likes to admit because Quill was also a Ravenger. Huh.
1: Also That's one of the f- one of the funnier uh, MCU character cameo castings that I think a lot of people probably forget about, Stallone's just like casually in Guardians. Yep. Multiple. I for- yeah, I was Guardians like...
2: Two and three.
0: They recast Miley Cyrus as the floating robot head.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. What? They did. <laughs> the list of the list of people in Marvel is absurd.
0: It yeah, is. and I see. Like the thing with that too is that I literally forgot that Sylvester Stone was in this until you showed up, and I was like, "Oh my god, I forgot that you were like a legit character."
2: Yeah, I could have benefited more from rewatching the sec or the movies before going to see it the first time. But
1: I'm a I'm a Guardians two guy. I rewatched that. More than almost every other MCU movie. So he he always lives in my brain. But I know that he's a forgotten one. Him and all, get getting that little argument.
2: Even all the other the Ravagers. Beginning. Even yeah. all the other Ravagers showing up and being like the guy with mystical powers. I was like when Dude, he showed up in this fucking... movie, I was like, What is happening? What is this guy? <laughs> but, <laughs> I was but, really like... but rewatching the second one, he's in the second one. <laughs> like it's what? not out of place. Yeah, he's in the second one with Sylvester Stallone.
3: Does he show that okay. he has
2: magical powers? Yes. Dude. I don't remember that. He makes he makes, <laughs> he makes uh, magical emojis in the second one, just like he does in the third one. Oh yeah, but he doesn't do portals. <laughs> That's what did it for me. Well, yeah, but it doesn't have to. Do he still a, He's a fucking. He's an magic. alien
0: sorcerer. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, but the portal made me like oh think like oh Doctor Strange,
2: <laughs> magic <Monky> brain <laughs> monkey the monkey brain portal equal Doctor.
0: uh oh man i also like the the that james gunn is just like i'm gonna hire all my best friends as like cameos like i'm like nathan fillion as the random Orgotech. yeah guard
2: i was like damn you're actually his brother his wife they're all in this movie
1: I liked when he seduced the one uh tech technician. Yeah. Secretary. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go into my field. Uh, bam, bam, bam. Yeah. Uh, the pink that, lady. Yeah. That was actually really funny. Cause like then, the whole time he's trying to be like
2: He's like, I'm gonna speak from the heart. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and then she's like,
2: okay, speak your truth. And he's like, I'm not that dumb. I'm not that dumb. I just need control. Yeah. That
0: was, good.
1: Like that was awesome, because it was like, all right, he's still Star-Lord deep down. Right, yeah, right.
2: He's yeah, yeah. It. a good guy. Man. He's not that good of a guy. I do think, back to Gamora, I think I was caught off guard with how aggressive she was, because I don't remember her being that aggressive towards others in game. but I haven't seen that movie in a while either, because it's three hours long.
1: She it's kicked not... Star-Lord in the dick. Yeah, twice. I know she did that. Yeah, she missed the first time but got both the second time.
2: Yeah. I don't oh, yeah. recall that part. It just, she seemed to over the top hate them in this movie, but like, it's not an issue. I just was caught off guard at the beginning.
1: I think it's just feeling smothered and like being told that you're supposed to feel a certain it's way and things are supposed to be this way kind makes of has her more sense. bitter towards them.
2: Yeah. Because she is really, the person that she was before. I,
0: I really liked how they worked her character into this and like the overarching theme of like you got to accept people for who they are and like that can be a good thing like you don't have to like change somebody in order to make them into like what you think they should be they should just be cool being themselves
2: and her spending time with the guardians she grew closer to them oh yeah just like she did in the first one um, yep and grew attached but doesn't have to stay with them because she does have another family in the Ravagers, which she also f- has grown close to and goes back to them for her, like, oh, hugging scene at the end.
1: Spoiler alert.
2: Yeah, you already talked about the end, so I figured...
1: I haven't seen the end yet. you are seen a
2: lot of Guardians. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, why are you on this?
1: You, you guys want to talk about Rocket?
2: Yeah. Who? The main character of the trilogy.
1: P8914? <laughs> I don't
0: numbers I see numbers?
2: <laughs> no, no. I know it's 89, that's... but
0: I don't know the number after that. I was like, that's not the right numbers.
1: <laughs> they identify him as that in the beginning of uh, the first Guardians when they're so in they, the, they, the little yeah, lineup. Roll call. Remember? Yeah, roll call. Yeah, roll right call.
3: What is the right numbers?
1: It's uh, it's P8914. No, I, I think
2: Nope, that's that's the black guy. It's it's um subject 89P13. P13.
0: Three.
2: Yeah, P13. Because he says, P13, P13. Yeah. And he's a part of 89.
0: And it was, yeah, iteration.
2: And floor are.
0: Well, it's because, like, that's each generation of, like. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: Because 90 is counter-Earth counter-earth
0: 91 was going to be the new
2: 91 was going to be the new people and one of them is the um whatever their names are the golden people the sovereign, sovereign. People. yes the sovereign they're one of the iterations as well
0: i thought that was clever too like why like explaining why the um high evolutionary is such like a hated and also like Loved leader yeah. is because he's created so many civilizations that he's like, well, if I if I make enough things,
2: because he is, if their I make god. enough,
0: yeah, they, I'm basically their god and yeah. they have to love me. Yeah. Um, but anyways, to rocket, yeah,
2: rocket, mm. fucking depressing movie,
1: really dark,
2: really really dark movie, gruesome. There was so we were when all of us watched it together on uh, Cinco de Mayo
1: okay thanks go on
2: two seats (laughs) to our right or two seats to courtney's right there was a girl in the movie she bawled her eyes out for the whole two hours and when
1: like audibly when we got done the movie was done i stood up and the girl sitting behind us said to the person she was with i'm so sorry i cried the entire movie (laughs) and i laughed
2: which like fair enough this is very dark for Marvel.
1: Oh, it's dark in general. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I mean, this is pushing the limits. It was like uh, James Gunn saying, like, all right, what can I get away with?
2: Yeah. And like I said before, if it was humans, wouldn't have hit as hard. The fact that every, almost everybody on the planet has a soft spot for animals, especially baby animals. And the fact that the CGI has become so realistic, it's like, damn.
1: That wasn't CGI.
2: <laughs> no, they were actually abusing yeah. baby raccoons. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I think it hits a lot harder being animals for a lot of people.
1: Future trivia question. Linda Cardellini playing her second Marvel yeah. MCU character. Hawkeye's wife. Mm-hmm. Otter, otter, otter. And Lila the otter.
2: Yeah, Lila is also Hawkeye's wife. It's She's the voice actor. Maybe she just turned into an otter guy's wife right it you know, was was an otter before because Lila's from the past um give how long
3: ago well a what's the time. lifespan of a raccoon
2: well he's genetically enhanced so we can't talk about that well maybe it's like I don't know how long has he been alive I don't know
0: anyways, anyways <laughs> yeah um something else that I wanted to bring up when we got to the rocket section was Bradley Cooper is just like subtly becoming one of the better voice actors in the MCU. Like what he did with, or what he's able to do with Rocket throughout the whole franchise is pretty like unsung but also really good. Like I feel like people don't give his roses for like how he does like the mocap, like the facial recognition for Rocket and also doing like the does voice. Does he do effect.
2: this? I thought that was Sean Gunn. So Kraglin
0: or uh James Gunn's brother. Yeah, Sean Gunn. Yeah. Sean Gunn does like the um, set pieces, so he'll put on like the a suit or whatever, and he'll like shrink his body down so that like a Chris Pratt or, or whoever can like yeah. look down and be talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. But whenever um, Bradley Cooper is in the booth doing like the voice acting, he's also wearing like a mocap helmet gotcha. kind of thing. So it mo- like it does the motions for his mouth and his face facial features, and they just put that onto the CGI body. But uh, Gunn is wearing like the green suit that. Puts him into the scene.
2: Gotcha. Gotcha.
1: Not only is he good at it, I think he likes it too. He does. He is perfect.
2: Like I think, I mean, he obviously likes it, I think, because he has one of the easier jobs. He doesn't have to be like a Drax where Dave Bautista has to go sit in yeah. 12 hours of makeup. He shows yeah. up, he records his lines, and he goes home and he never has to do any interviews because nobody really, I mean, they care, but nobody really cares that it's uh, Bradley Cooper that's Rocket. It's just Rocket. Right
0: right
2: um but not every actor can pull off being a voice actor and I think he's one of the few who can do it really well
1: He's very animated with his voice it's and real
2: it after I watched the first movie I didn't <clears throat> even notice it was him like I didn't know it was him before watching the first movie and then I looked it up and I was like what right like his voice isn't super recognizable in the role either
1: wasn't he in Dungeons and Dragons? Oh god. No. Wasn't it him that w- played yes, um he, he played the, the, the new the husband? Tiny guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my god. god. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: I forgot about him. He was yeah. he made his Yeah, uh... yeah, yeah. That really
1: it was just a random cameo, but yeah. Yeah. I I I didn't want to sound like a fool. I have that poster right here actually. On hand. Dungeons and Dragons. We'll be reviewing it soon. Good. Oh, my God. You
0: have a different poster Great than movie. I do. What do you have? Hold on. I don't have my... Oh, I, I'm i still unpacking stuff, so I don't have my posters with me. But, like, it's a different scene of... Like, it's the same scene of, like, the dragon, but it's, like, a different perspective. Like, mm. farther out. Like, the dragon looks way bigger.
1: Well, dang. My poster is small, too.
0: Well, I have the same size. Same size? Yeah. Oh, we're the
1: same size? We are the same size. That's what's up. Alex, are you the same? Do you have one?
2: No, I don't, unfortunately. Oh, okay. All right. Um, before we have to move to the next Zoom call, fun fact, I don't know if you guys knew this. Nice. I don't know if you guys knew this, but in Guardians 3, there's three different voice actors for Rocket.
1: I didn't I even know there was this. a third Guardians.
2: For Baby okay. Rocket. All right, you need to get out of here. Yeah, can kick him out of the the podcast. Um there's three different voice actors yep. for Guardians. There's uh obviously Bradley Cooper. Then Young Rocket, not Baby Rocket, but Young Rocket, Kid Rocket is played by Sean Gunn himself. I
1: thought you were saying Kid Rocket first. Rock. You really had
2: <laughs> <been>. <laughs> He so uh Sean Gunn voices Baby Rocket or Kid Rocket and then Baby Rocket Rock. is voiced like The first words that Rocket ever says hurts is voiced by somebody called Noah Raskin, which is one of the editor's daughters, who is like a baby.
1: Oh. Like a baby, Uh, baby.
2: Yeah. That was sad when he said hurts. Yeah. Hurts was Rocket's first ever word.
1: That's really sad. Which
2: is super depressing. And it (laughs) happens at the beginning of the fucking movie, and...
0: Every time they do a flashback, I'm like, "This is going to hurt so goddamn bad!" Like it, every it time,
2: it hurts because you you know you've never seen these three characters before. Yep, and they're such good friends, and it's like maybe, maybe they're still on the ship, but you know that not that's not likely to be true.
0: Layla the teeth floor, go away. Layla the teeth floor, go away.
2: Yeah. Rocky teeth floor, that- Lee. Rocky yeah, that's what that it is. Lee.
0: Yeah.
3: That bunny kind of freaked me out though.
0: The first time it showed up i was yeah. like oh my god you abomination but then <laughs> after that it was like oh but i don't know why floor.
1: i convinced myself they were somehow going to be alive
2: yeah that's what i'm saying ah. like, yeah like you, I don't you know why you, why you haven't seen these characters and you know they would be around the only thing is like maybe he's kept them on the ship but he was already going to kill them yeah
0: uh, um in guardians 2 I forget who it was they were talking about or it might have been guardians one actually there's like a line where it was drax talking about how he lost his family and how like he kind of is fucking <laughs> them when he sends ronin over to nowhere yeah um rocket goes like he can't do, do that to us we've all lost people mm-hmm. and that was like a line from the first one so like oh, I, yeah. I, I don't know I, I saw that afterwards and i was like damn wait that's actually pretty like there's, poignant
2: if If you so after seeing the movie and rewatching one and two, if you focus solely on Rocket throughout the first two movies while you're rewatching them, everything he does hits a lot harder. Right. So to enhance the point of Rocket, uh, watch rewatching the first movie and focusing on, on Rocket solely. It in the first Guardians movie, there's a line that he says. And a very emotional scene where he goes, I didn't ask to get made. I didn't ask to be torn apart and put back together over and over and turned into some little monster. Hearing that line after watching the third movie hits so much harder. Right. And I just think that's it's really nice how well connected this trilogy is.
1: Yeah, it does seem like I mean, I got to rewatch one now. Yeah, you you, you pointing this out, but it seems like there was always a plan. There,
2: it seems like it was always planned to be focused on Rocket in the third movie or any movie, um, and that makes sense with James Gunn being the director across all three. I'm sure he had a plan.
1: But I
4: guess good.
1: maybe Plans it are, just are seems like that because a lot of the other characters, their story have been re- resolved up to this point. Is kind of the exception, you know, like every other guardian, besides I guess Groot, who died in the first one, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. Um <laughs> like all of their arcs kind of wrapped up. Yeah. Like the thing for them has happened. It's coming yeah. on. Groot he was kind of the, the only one. exception.
2: Yeah. You had Star Lord for the second one with his mm-hmm. dad. Gamora and Drax. Mm-hmm were in Infinity War and Nebula. And Nebula were in Infinity War. Nebula was a bit in Guardians 2 even with uh her resolving her, with Gamora. Yeah. Um. So it was she pretty was much in Rocket a bit. left. Yes, yeah, she was as well.
3: No, so Rocket was a little bit.
2: Oh yeah, but his story wasn't really focused on until no. now. Um. So it was it was well done. Another fake out that the trailer had that I wanted to mention was in the trailer you see Rocket and Lila hugging and embracing in a joyful moment. And my brain is like, Oh, it's their reunion. It's not the yeah. reunion. It's no. Mo- it's moments before and moments she dies. Moments after she dies. It's and that I that fucked with my mental.
0: Yeah. The
2: That's scene fair. Where they die is so intense. Like you said, like we mentioned before, there's no sound besides rocket being just like hysterical. Absolute, yeah, hysterical. Yeah. Hysterical. And then you cut to the, um, higher evolution or high evolutionary. Who's just like, where, where, Yeah." like, he's just are you finished? Him. Are you done? Yeah. Like just to twist the knife that he's this oh, yeah. asshole. And then rocket goes ballistic on him. Um, just absolutely fucks him up Yeah, Snick.
1: that was a really cool that was the the moment that was the villain origin story mm-hmm. for rocket yeah but like he yeah. obviously wasn't a villain but like absolutely. that was the moment yeah and damn uh, was the cool moment it, would, my biggest, it was his
0: breaking point my critique of the second movie i like, i love the second movie i think it's better than the first one but my whole thing and it was like i thought rocket's motive for like stealing the batteries was so silly like i was like I understand that he has like the like the that scene when him and Yandu were talking. He's like, Cause I am you, boy. Like yeah. I get it. Like they're trying to put out this thing that like they're both tortured people. They have like past and they're trying to push people away. But yeah. I never understood it because I thought it was just like, but that's such a silly thing to take. Like it was so like frivolous. But then like seeing how he had to kind of like defend himself constantly, being on the run constantly, not having people he could trust or depend on constantly. And it's like, okay.
2: Well, yeah. And Rocket, the only people besides Groot and now the Guardians that he trusted before are dead. He blames himself for their deaths.
0: Right. Um, It makes more sense. I think his character as a whole has gotten significantly more well rounded from this movie.
2: Absolutely. And before watching this one, the explanation I would have given to him stealing the batteries is he's a raccoon. He's a kleptomaniac. All raccoons are just fucking collectors. Yeah. Like, after baseball team. Yep. Trash Pandas. It trash actually, pandas. the Rocket City Trash Pandas are, they're entirely Rocket. named off of the second movie because in the second movie he gets called a Trash Panda. And then they were renamed shortly after to Rocket City Trash Pandas because of a fan vote shortly after Guardians 2 had come out and called Rocket a Trash Panda.
1: They lost a no-hitter recently, correct?
2: They they had a no-hitter and lost.
1: Yeah, that's Fuck. not like... Oh,
2: seven six, right? Seven seven runs in the ninth inning or seventh inning because it was a double header. So the last inning of the game, they gave up seven runs, but still no hit the other team and lost. Yeah, it it was it's depressing.
0: I'm gonna have to look up that John Boy breakdown. Yeah, <laughs> oh, there's one out
5: there.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's not good. It's horrible. There were there was like four or five hit by pitches. Oh, we don't need to talk about it. Fuck. <laughs> um but yeah, um so yeah Rocket goes sicko mode on the high, high evolutionary and then obviously his friends get shot behind him and then he escapes.
1: It was uh, a pretty cool moment. Not cool. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm using the word cool incorrectly. Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> it's a powerful moment. Impactful.
0: Yeah. It was a fun time. Gnarly. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It was really I wrong. Yeah. It was a funny
1: moment. <laughs> it made me feel. It Not did. funny,
2: haha! Funny, wow. I think it was a it was a super emotional scene, yeah. Done really well.
1: I, a, a tiny part of me thought that like he was gonna bring them back to life just mm. to fuck with Rocket some more.
2: That would have been that been horrible,
0: Adrian. Yeah,
1: that would have like that would have done some damage. Yeah, I don't know. I just I thought they weren't done. Yeah. <laughs> um. Is there anything else you guys wanted to add about Rocket? I think I'm done. Yeah. Nope. Um. So the end, everyone kind of goes off, retires. Well, what
2: first before we talk about the very end, what's your the fight scene at
1: Oh my God, the hallway,
2: the hallway fight scene.
1: Yeah, my bad.
2: One of the best scenes in the MCU.
1: What's what song was that too? The Beastie Boy song, right?
2: It was uh, yeah. No Sleep Till Brooklyn. Yep.
1: Yeah, that was. I'm cool. done. I'm done running. I'm, done, I'm running. done
2: running. And I just think it was a, it was a, because it, it was a one,
0: one shot. I, I want to say one, one
2: take, time. but like it was most. There's a lot of but yeah, CGI, a, but still yeah, one take. It's a, it's a one shot, one sweeping shot, and it shows off, like, okay, we've seen the Guardians fight, but they're a little mismanaged, and now they fully come together. As their team, and they can fuck shit up. Yep. So I I enjoy, I thought that was a really good scene.
1: Yeah, that was by far like the. Mo- there were a lot of money shots from this movie. Yeah. That was the money shot. I think. Oh, that, yeah.
2: yeah, for sure.
1: Like the. That was awesome, and, and you, you got to see fight. everyone really at their best.
2: Yeah, everybody had their moment. I'm glad yeah. they all lived. Yes.
1: Yeah. So they they. They all lived. They all kind of retired. They all the high evolutionary. Yeah, still alive. Yeah.
2: Well, kind of.
0: We don't know. Nobody.
2: Nobody means he's alive, because uh, Rocket didn't kill him. But his everything, like his ship and everything, combusted, and he was lying on the floor. So theoretically, he's dead. But it's Marvel, so he's not.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, They made they made a point. If yeah. he was going to die, Rocket would have just killed him. They made a point that he was yeah. going to be alive.
0: Kevin and... Feige right now is rolling his hands
2: like this. Yeah. Like, ha, ha 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 I got him again. <laughs> I got
0: these motherfuckers right where I want them.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, I think the fight with that was interesting against the High Evolutionary. Because you're expecting this big brawl. This big showdown. This super powerful around. guy versus yeah. the Guardians. But the simple callback to the beginning of the movie where Rocket's testing out his gravity boots is the exact yeah. thing that shows his brain power is just better. Than the High Evolutionary. And he bests him with that simple thing. Hurts his suit. Every Guardian gets a hit in. And Gamora deals the final blow. I took his face off. It was a face off. Yeah. It was a face off. I thought that was interesting. Another very dark and gruesome scene. Showing what Rocket did. And this is where we mention. The guy in our theater (laughs) <laughs> the face gets peeled off, and you're waiting for this emotional thing because in the second rewatch, I've learned that the high evolutionary says, um, "Look at what you've done to me, like stuff," and he like talks like that. But I didn't know that when we first watched it because when his face he gets taken it. off, the guy behind us goes, "It's Red Skull." <laughs>
1: <laughs> yo i low-key thought that too i'm not gonna lie what and i was like no it's not no like, well, no i'm sorry not that i thought it was him i was like oh that kind of looks like that well, because reveal of the lack the lack yeah. of
0: nose yeah yeah the lack of nose and or and the flesh. face yeah. yeah
2: but like i couldn't hear what he said because he just goes it's red skull no
0: no no no, no. oh my literally god it's shown Moda. earlier in this
2: movie what happened to him He's alive. It wasn't funny. No. All right. That was the that was the one callback.
0: I'm glad you remembered that. You saved that. I would have definitely forgotten yeah. it.
2: No, I got you.
1: How do you guys feel about uh everyone just kind of going off doing this? Yeah, I liked it. I'm I, a huge proponent I...
0: of having stakes in movies, and this oh movie felt like it had all the stakes. Like anytime a character was even close to dying, I was like, Oh, here it go, here we go. And then they ended up like surviving the battle, whatever. And then the at the end, they have like this. All right, I have to move on so I can focus on this other thing. It gave every character a perfect reason for not being in other DC- or Marvel movies. It gave other characters reasons for like not coming back if there is like another sequel or whatever or whatever they decide to do with this franchise. But I'm super happy with the end product. Like I'm glad that all these characters got a really good sign off.
1: Did you like how it ended for all the characters?
0: Yeah. Or was there anyone say... that you were like, eh? No, I would say for the most part, I liked how everyone went. I'm glad. I, I have one. Okay, go for it.
1: You have one Nebula. you didn't
2: like? I didn't like Nebula. Her ending. I feel okay. like she should have stayed with Rocket or and the Guardians rather than being like, I'm going to rebuild nowhere because I feel like that could have been solely a Drax thing.
1: Sure. I kind of um, got the vibes that she was kind of running the show there, though.
2: Yeah, I I mean I feel like Drax. Okay, if I had to guess, obviously nobody's nobody's written off, which is really nice. They they've given every character an out, but nobody's like everybody Almost also gone. has every everybody also has an alley to come back, which is really nice. Um but if I had to guess Gamora and Drax in terms of out of movie, their actor and actress are more outspoken about not wanting to return. Yeah. So those are the two I would expect to not come back and sticking Nebula with Drax seems like Nebula's gone too, despite her actress wanting to come back. But I do feel like she will come back. But Star-Lord will return Yeah,
1: Star-Lord he's confirmed. Which his I wasn't was,
2: sure about if he would come back.
1: His was the only one I wasn't super jazzed about. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt kind of like, so like they hinted to like his grandfather at the beginning yeah. of the movie. Well, like up to that point, it, it just was never really like a thing. Um, That's true. It I, really hate it, I just felt like there could have been like other outlets for him to take. And it's like, oh, you have family on earth that you've we've just neglected to bring up at any other point. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you're gonna go live with them. I don't know. I thought that was the like the least earned out of all of them. Um but I think it's probably like he's now grounded, so I guess yeah. that's good. I don't know. I think that's I, fair
2: because he, his grandfather, I don't think is mentioned besides obviously his appearance in the first movie. Yeah, for not seven seconds, he's not mentioned throughout the first or nor second movie, and then is mentioned in the third movie. Like, oh, why? You, even though he's been back on Earth before,
1: exactly, obviously
2: for a big fight, but
1: and uh, a funeral,
2: and a funeral.
0: I think uh, they were so, trying to figure out a way to get. Like have a familiar like reason for having star lord come back and like i didn't hate it it was it's one of those things that like i think they wanted to get that angle of like well you don't know like his whole reason for not wanting to come back from earth was like running away like he ran away from his mother's death he ran away from this that the other thing and like this experience that rocket had of like running away from his problems or like Mm -hmm. his history so you gotta go back to that like you gotta go back to that moment and like face your fear face like the the truth of the situation yeah. and i think that was what they were trying to go for i do think it's a little unrealistic of having like his grandpa being that like that that cornerstone like i would have maybe wished it was like a different character if like a, like it was kind of unrealistic that he was still alive i guess because like yeah. starwood's an older guy like not like old as in 40s but like late yeah. 30s a lot of people lose their grandparents at a younger age so it's it was one of those things that i was like i don't know how this will work out but i still liked it i thought it was a fine way of having his character go
2: i thought he was going to like murder that. his grandfather considering what it, it well okay not literally murder him but any old person probably above the age of 80 is what i would assume he is who lo- loses their grandson to a kidnapping the same day that his daughter dies and then 30 years later the kid shows up in your backyard as a fully grown adult like an 80-year-old is going to have a heart attack i
0: thought it was really i did think yeah. it was really wholesome the way that oh they, you mean like, kill him like that yeah yeah
2: no not like <laughs> I literally i, gonna murder him. Murder him. <laughs> no, I
0: did no. i did think right. it was wholesome the way that they like embrace each other at the end and yeah, like how definitely. it was like like in Peter's mind, it's like, oh, his dad, his grandfather hates him because like yeah. he left or whatever, he ran away. But as soon as he sees him, he's like, oh my god, Peter! And then like they're just,
2: yeah. It it was really it was a really nice scene. I was just like, you got to give a man a warning. Like sure. Always... <laughs> sure.
1: <laughs> was there anything else either any of you gentlemen wanted to add?
2: I hated. I think my one my biggest problem with the movie is. Obviously, Star Lord went back for the for the mus- music music player, whatever, for Rocket. Very in character mm-hmm. for Star Lord to do that. But I hated, oh, Adam saves him. Like yeah, he it was out of place. And the, I kind of forgot the, about
1: him at the, that point.
2: The death fake out, and then the Adam saving him while also doing the the like Adam the, the Adam yeah. thing. Like you couldn't like. It's an urgent situation.
0: <laughs> he was he was rising up. For everybody else so he could join the team. He was literally just doing like like
2: the it's meant to be like a comical scene where when he does the Adam thing, but I'm like I could have felt like Star Lord when his face puffs up, I'm like, this character's dying. Groot is like crying his eyes out, trying to save him. Like everybody's having a very emotional and then he's like, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that was the one thing I really didn't like about the movie. Yeah,
0: that's fair that's fair i liked it i liked it I, but i also i understand if that was like a criticism
2: i think two two better ways that, that it could have gone was gamora saving him because she he saved gamora it from the same situation in the first movie when he goes out into space and puts his mask on her and calls the ravagers um he saves her in the first movie from space she could save him in the third movie from space kind of callback to that that would have been better or just have him actually do the cool thing and make it all the way to the ship with the blast of air.
1: Like Princess Leia.
2: Yeah, like, well, she used huh. the Force. We don't need to talk the, about
0: that. The um, I, I think the reason why well, the reason why they chose Adam was so that he could use that second chance to prove himself yeah. with the group and like yeah, join ob- whatever. Yeah, like it, it
2: had a, a reason. It did have a reason. I just didn't necessarily like it. Agree
0: with it. Yeah, that's fair.
2: Because it was... I mean it wasn't the pinnacle part of the movie but it was basically the last like big stressful Huzzah. event. Yeah. I agree. How about how about Groot talking? Well, it's not Groot talking. I well, I think it's done perfectly. If it okay, if it was like oh Groot talks now like the Hulk like that would be so fucking dumb. I don't that would be the worst That's what I thing. that's what I
3: thought when I was watching it.
2: Yeah, that would be the worst thing ever created. But the fact that it's we've been with these characters long enough Gamora just was able to understand Groot, like because she spent enough time with them, and that's what happens with everybody if you spend enough time in the, inside the family, you get to understand. And now the audience, after spending three movies with them, is let in on what Groot is saying. I think it was perfectly executed.
3: And it, that's a nice reason,
2: yes. but I
3: I think I'd still cringe if I watched it again.
1: I, I didn't I, care. I, I thought it I was love perfect, you guys.
2: I think I might care <laughs> if. Obviously, now we're let in and there's an avenue like, oh, you, you audience can understand Groot. Groot talks now. I don't think I'll like that. I, w- I kind of hope it returns to I am Groot. And that was the yeah. one time it happened. But I think yeah. know... Shark is a shark.
1: Yeah. Pink Shark is a shark.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: I don't want anything, anything else from him.
2: I think the best part of this movie, which I was worried about on a second rewatch, would lose a bit of its gusto was what Just we were it. talking about. I went in me, talking to Max before this movie or on the way to the movie. I was like, I'll be more surprised if Rocket or somebody doesn't die than if they die. Like, I'll be more surprised if they don't die, which put me on the edge of my seat from literally the first minute. The jump. Yeah. As soon as Adam Warlock showed up, I was like, oh, fuck, somebody could die like at any moment. And I wouldn't be shocked. Then they had this scene inside the morgo corp. Oh, uh, inside Orgo yeah. Corp. And I was like, oh, Drax is dead. Like yeah, this, N- this is where dead. he dies. Nebula is um, dead. Nebula yeah. could be dead. And then you have Star-Lord could be dead. Um, When Rocket was in the, in heaven, heaven or whatever. I was like, oh, Rocket could be going to. Like I was on the edge of my seat, never expecting any of these characters to make it out. There was stakes throughout the whole thing, which I felt like could lose a bit of its... Gusto, knowing, well, rewatching it and knowing everybody survives, but it I, it didn't make me dislike the movie anymore.
1: M- M- well, are it. you guys ready to hop into numbers?
2: Yeah, I think so. All
1: right. Max?
3: I don't think I should go first.
1: Well, you're that's too bad.
0: Okay. That is just too damn bad. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sometimes it sucks to suck, man.
0: Hold on just a second.
1: For what? wow oh my gosh
3: (laughs) okay I'll do it um I think you all are gonna give it in the 90s and I just I just can't do that um it's kind of an 8991 dilemma almost but it's not I don't think it's even that I think I'm gonna give it
2: an 88
0: okay
1: I just yeah. I'm gonna at have, Alex's face Can you, face is can you pull up hysterical. a spreadsheet of
2: his previous scores to see what he's given an eighty eight?
1: Yeah. So movies he's given exactly an eighty eight to uh fifty first dates.
2: Oh my god. Um, that's such a good movie. What do you mean? that's
1: uh and The Santa Claus.
2: That's a great movie too. That is a good movie,
1: but... um movies he's given above in 88 i can go down the list no way home in 93 the shawshank redemption 96 okay, okay. um
3: what's not making sense everything That's all at ever makes sense. Also 91.
1: Makes sense jurassic park 99 that movie sucks top gun 89 uh uncut gems 94 the black phone 92 um pulp fiction 96 whiplash 99 and that's everything I have on okay. here for you. you that's fair. Some good what movies? would you give the menu, Max?
3: What would I give the menu?
1: Yeah.
2: That's pretty high.
1: Um,
3: Well, probably like a
2: 94. Okay. Thanks. Do you have some good <laughs> movies on there. It's just. Uh, that also to, to hear 51st Dates on the Same Tier as Guardians 3. That That's such a good movie. I mean, it's, it's a classic. It, it's a good movie. It's a movie. classic, but it's not a guardians level movie in my opinion but uh, everybody has their own taste Um,
1: i
3: i still that still makes sense in my
1: head as long as it makes sense in your head that's all that matters we all we all scale things differently
2: yeah yeah
0: Um, Okay, alex
1: alex Um, yeah it's your turn
2: i uh i wanted to share before i share my score um courtney advocate against all things marvel usually um was part of the catalyst for rewatching all the Guardians movies after seeing this one. Wow! Because she didn't remember wow. them, so she was a catalyst oh. for doing that, and then wanted to go see the third one again because she had rewatched this, the first two. And she's given this a ninety-four.
1: This a ninety-four?
2: She's given Guardians three a ninety-four, which Nick, for oh. being a a big hater of
0: New Calm on the spreadsheet unlocked. Yeah, I, I have to. <laughs>
2: For being a big hater of Marvel things, usually, besides Spider-Man, she really liked this movie. And she won't stop uh, talking. Like, she really likes talking about it. And then she also keeps singing Dog Days Are Over because of the final scene.
1: That's a good song.
2: It is a good song. Catchy song. And then my score would be a 98. So 10 points higher than Max. All right. I mean, that's that's just crazy. Mm-hmm. I think it is the. You're going third... to be awfully surprised I think it when is you the get to third... meet then. In my opinion, it's my third favorite Marvel movie be- be- behind Infinity War and No Way Home. Okay. Those two are not in an order because I like them both about equally. It's just for different reasons. But No Way Home and Infinity War, I like, are my two favorite Marvel movies of all time. This now slots in in third place, overtaking Endgame. All right, I, I mean, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> this, is even, this, is, this movie isn't even Max's favorite Guardians movie. No. Okay.
0: Um, Nick, did you want me to go next, or you want to go next? Yeah, you
1: got it. I okay. already, I have my guess down already.
0: It's gonna be a ninety-eight for that's me. That's what I had. That's what I figured. Out. Oh. Based
1: based on how last year went, yeah. I'm like, this is probably a ninety-eight. This is a
0: ninety-eight. Ninety-eight I squad. Fucking love this movie. And my whole thing with movies that I think are, like, basically perfect is, like, I want to give it time to aerate. Like, if I truly feel this way about this movie, like, this could easily be recency bias. It could be the fact that I just saw in theaters I had, like, a great time seeing it in theaters. That could all impact how I view the movie now. And I want to give it time to, like, maybe, like, a year where it's, like, okay, I can rewatch this movie. Does it still hit as well? That's how I, like how I feel about, like, Nope or how I feel about... um Oh my God. Pinocchio. Yeah. Like those are, those are movies that I feel like I could look back on those and maybe my rating will change on them. I don't know. But like based off my impression of how I saw it after one time, this movie checked every single box that I could be hoping for. Like I really liked it. Uh, There was no, there was no criticism I had. I sat down in a movie theater for two and a half hours and was like, you know what? This might be, I would easily watch this again. This is so much fun.
2: That's Um, why I went three days later. And speaking on your point, like when I have to search in my brain for flaws to a movie, like really have to think about it. That's when I know it's a good movie.
1: Yeah. This is a movie that I think (laughs) is more good than enjoyable. I think I said this about, I know I said this about the Northmen. I think I also maybe said it about Shawshank. I is don't that for know. Me? Yeah. I I think it's more <laughs> more good than like rewatchable or enjoyable. Um, I'm gonna fucking delete Max. Um, <laughs> it wasn't
3: for you. That was for Alex. Me I too, know, but what I said was for you. Yeah, you're gonna delete me.
1: Yeah. I'm just I'm just busting your nuts. Um, don't
3: delete me, please.
1: I think this is. I think this is like one of their best like in terms of making a good movie they fucking did it they checked all the boxes i didn't like adam warlock but like whatever that's my only real complaint um i don't think this would i don't think this will be the guardians movie i watch the most but i think it's the best like you can't just throw this on in the background i think
2: it's too depressing to throw on in the background
1: um and compared to the second one that that's not taking points from it um Mm -hmm. but it it doesn't have as high of a score as no way home does and that's not because i think no way home is necessarily better um but everything that comes with it how i felt my little my little i gave this a 95 um not my favorite of the year but the best of the year i think
0: What, what would be your favorite of the year
1: we didn't do it yet um, okay. Yeah, we didn't do it yet, but okay. I, I've i seen it. I don't think you've seen it yet. So I'm just going to wait for okay. when we Is get it to John that. Wick. Yeah, it's John Wick.
0: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have not watched that yet.
1: Yeah, I'm just going to let you know right now. John Wick chapter four also has a 90 might be a 94. I don't know. 94, 95. I got to think about it. Okay. But that's my favorite of the year so far. Okay. Um <clears throat> so our big three, real quick going over scores again. I gave it a ninety-five, Corey a ninety-eight, uh, Max an 88, Courtney uh uh a, a ninety-four, and Alex a ninety-eight. Um and uh yeah. Those are those are some fucking big numbers. Big numbers happened. All right, so our big three, we actually didn't really touch on this at all while we were talking about the movie. I um, was waiting for this, but the, uh, this was the first F bomb, the fuck word in a, in a PG 13 or in a Marvel movie, an MCU movie, sorry, not a Marvel movie. Um, and it was PG 13, which you only get one of them. Yeah. You got to use it wisely. I, th- I think we all loved how it was used in this. Open the fucking Open door. The fucking door. <laughs> Open the fucking door.
0: You sound like a kid
1: on an Xbox
0: lobby. Just was give awesome. Invite. <laughs>
1: um so we are doing um our top three F bombs in PG thirteen movies. Woo. And I think I'm going to to put all of them into the podcast. Um, but I have all of our number ones up for, so we can all watch them as okay. a as a group good um but we start with number three we'll go in reverse order my number three is from a marvel movie actually actually uh a uh a little thing called x-men first class when this was
0: gonna be yeah
1: when uh charles and eric (laughs) are recruiting people to be in their first group of x-men uh they go to Wolverine sitting at a bar and they're like, I'm Charles Xavier. I'm Eric Lanshner. And he just goes, go fuck yourselves and continues to puff on his cigar and sip his whiskey, I'm assuming. And I think that's hysterical. And they then call back to that in uh, Days of Future Past when they meet yep. again. It's like, oh, I remember you. I remember what you said to me. And then Charles says it to him. Yep. Um, that's my three. Okay. or three.
0: It's a classic one. Um classic. So I'm a big fan of Mel Brooks movies, and this one is from Spaceballs. And it's so it's actually funny because Spaceballs was created before the PG 13 rating was existed. So technically it's rated PG. So I'm kind of stepping on the rules a little here, but it's uh the character's name is Darth or Dark Helmet. And it's supposed to be a parody of Darth Vader, mm-hmm. and they're on their ship. They they just come out of like ludicrous speed, which is like the joke is like we got to go faster than hyperspeed, and uh, the ship is all fucked up afterwards. And then on the sign, an out of order thing pops up on the screen, and Dark Helmet just screams out, "Fuck! Even in the future, nothing works." <laughs> That's I good. haven't
1: watched that movie since I was like nine. Yeah, <laughs> watching Blazing Saddles recently. I I want to I want to watch Spaceballs again. Good. So good. I always remember the part where they uh calm he puts the on the movie. Oh, he puts on the movie. Yeah, Spaceballs to figure out what to do next. And then they and then he gets to the point the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought oh. it was gonna be the
0: comb the desert scene.
1: Oh no. That
2: scene is fucking phenomenal. So, Alex. Alex, Yeah, uh, so mine, we've mentioned uh, Spider-Man a lot throughout this podcast, and mine comes from a Spider-Man. It comes from Andrew Garfield in uh, the movie The Social Network, which I think is a beautiful scene Yeah, when he walks up to Zuck and goes, Sorry, my product at the cleaners along with my hoodie and my fuck you you flip-flops. And I just, I love the fuck you flip-flops. So good.
0: I'm sorry, was you wired in?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just it's a beautiful scene by Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Max,
3: my turn. Yes, yes um, sir. I didn't I didn't really think of a good third one, so I just said
2: this movie. Um, but what does he say? My, <laughs> what what happens? <laughs> really, he's the door. Open the fucking one? door.
3: Yeah.
1: Open the fucking Oh the fucking door. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>
3: It's not. I couldn't. It's not even really one of my favorites, but I couldn't really think of a better one in time. Are you, I just the started. comedic,
0: the comedic timing of
2: it was so perfect. Yeah, oh yeah. Like, yeah. Fun I, facts, I feel like you're, what I've I feel learned you're, is the the this f bomb was supposedly improv by Chris Pratt, which yep. I'm not shocked by at all.
0: It was funny. I feel like you're putting your thumb on the keyhole. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it looks like you're putting your thumb on the keyhole. <laughs> Beneath the handle, there's a button. Press yeah. it. Okay, what now? And then what? Open the fucking Open the door. door. <laughs> it's, it's so, so good. good.
1: So my number two is from a little uh, comedy called The Water Boy. Oh, that's where a, yes. Rob Schneider yells his iconic line, "You can do it," and uh, gives him a rip his fucking head off. Yeah. <laughs> or cut his fucking head off. That's what it yep. is. Cut his fucking yep. head off. It's got a fucking pitchfork. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good I've, one. I love that that line is in like everything, ten different movies. Yeah. I I just think that's that's the that's the best one. Yep. Um, Corey, your number two.
0: My number two is something that me and Nick have talked about already, but in Anchorman, uh, Ron Burgundy reads everything off the teleprompter, and uh, his co-anchor is messing with them and she puts the F-bomb at the end and it creates the classic line of go fuck yourself San Diego and it's perfectly said it's like it, I can't even think of a better way they could have put their one F-U in like a PG-13 movie it's so good
1: yeah that's like the line from that movie I yeah. only didn't put it in my list because I knew it was going to come up
2: yeah um, uh, my turn. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So my number two is from Tommy himself, Tom Hanks, um, oh, from the movie from the movie Catch Me If You Can. Um,
0: losers, losers. I knew this is coming.
2: Yeah. yeah I really, that I that was fucking, my number two. I fucking love this movie. Um, he's in the car and he's talking with the other detectives, and it's like, "Oh, you want me? You want me to tell a joke?" And they're like, "Yeah." He's like, "Knock, knock. knock. Who's there?" Go fuck yourselves. So good. It's such a good line.
0: So, so good. That was my number two, too. Well, it was Nick's number we one.
3: Covered. <laughs> <laughs> we covered Max. I was going to say... <laughs> I was going to say I don't mean to steal yours, Nick, because I knew it was going to be his number one.
2: I fucking love that movie. It's so good. But I didn't think anybody would include it.
1: Dude, that's just... my favorite... Movie that's not Spider Verse, so my really? second favorite movie. Yeah, it's,
2: it's one of my favorite movies. Yeah,
3: when I looked up PG 13 F bombs, that was in the list.
2: Anyway, totally cool. <laughs> Max says, when I cram studied for this, <laughs> yeah, it was on the list, so I put it up my list.
1: So, for Actually, number might... ones, we'll we're gonna play the clip,
0: just play the clip. Yeah,
1: okay, give me uh, let me share a screen real quick, hit share. It's
2: okay Nick it's only fair that yours was stolen.
1: Um yeah. Sorry. Um your sound. Sorry Alex.
5: Yeah. Oh would you like to hear me tell a joke? Yeah. Yeah, we'd love to hear a joke from you. Knock knock. Who's there? Go fuck yourselves. Would you like to hear me tell a joke?
0: It's classic yeah
5: sure knock
0: knock
4: it's
3: also so, the way
0: he says knock knock knock, knock 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 there's a w
2: in there <laughs> knock
1: knock <laughs> knock knock that's my number one it's from one of my favorite movies ever um my second favorite movie ever okay um and I I didn't get the chance to to have my moment my one shiny moment but that's okay. Um, so, oh, sorry. No, you're not. So- sorry. I didn't do it. Sorry. Uh, Corey, what's what's your so, number? one? Yeah,
0: I'll, I'll give a little bit of context. I- I'll let the scene play out. I won't explain it. I'm just gonna like let you show, like, gonna show it to you. Um, but it's from a movie called The Ringer, and if you haven't seen it, it's Johnny Knoxville, and he pretends to be someone with special needs, and <laughs> the reason for this is because. He is trying to win some money in a, um, like, Special Olympics type of thing. Mm. And it's horrible what he's doing, but he has to keep up this act that he has special needs. Um, One of the counselors that work at this, like, dormitory for, like, all the the special needs kids takes them out to, like, have fun, basically, because they're just, like, stuck, whatever. And he makes up a lie on the spot trying to cover for them, and the scene happens, so... (laughs) cream when the fuck did we get ice cream i just i thought it was really funny that scene is also improvised so like that that guy saying when the fuck did we get ice cream was not in the script that's funny johnny knoxville you can't really see it but he is breaking like he's jimmy (laughs) fallon he cannot keep it together in in that scene he literally is laughing as it's happening
2: that's that's amazing
0: When the fuck did we get ice cream?
1: Alex?
2: Yeah, there's no need to do any prefaces. This was already stolen, so just play it. (laughs) Wow.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me, I'm Eric Lentra. Tell Xavier, go fuck yourself.
2: Classic.
1: Just such a good go fuck yourself.
2: It's so good.
0: Especially because Wolverine is supposed to be, like, the fucking man when it comes to X-Men oh, movies, yeah. and him saying, like, go fuck yourself.
1: He's the, he's the main character of everyone up to that point. Yeah. Page. Yep. And it's his um, little yeah. cameo. Sorry, oh, I, yeah, I did so that much. to
2: you. Yeah, I, It's okay, I got you back.
1: Yeah. Damn. Um, and then Max sent me a three-minute clip.
3: <laughs> but, but, but it's it's really funny though.
1: It's a, it's a good payoff.
3: Okay. Well, let's watch <laughs> it. Let, let it burn.
1: Yeah.
2: Do you want me to explain it or no?
3: Nope, no. Let
2: it burn. Okay.
5: Congratulations, Evan. Oh. honored. Uh. <laughs> and as you said, no one can replace the great Pete Feynman, but I will do my best. I have to say, I am so proud to be a part of our local community of Buffalo. And I think, in a lot of ways, a great city is like a great recipe, really. You take hardworking citizens, add some caregivers, maybe a few nuts. (laughs) All sprinkled with the love and support of our good families. And ultimately, that makes one sweet place to live.
4: That was amazing.
5: Well, I meant it. I wish I'd written something.
4: And now let's go live to that wacky Bruce Nolan out at Niagara Falls.
5: Hey, wacky Bruce! Bruce? Talk, Bruce. Hello? Talk, honey. Talk. What's going on? We got a Walt Disney. It's frozen solid. We well, may not have all <laughs> feet. We may be having a bit of technical difficulty. Feed's good, Jack. Come on, come on, come on. Talk, Bruce. Damn it. All right, get ready to pull the plug. Oh, come on, baby. Say something. Say something. Bruce! Hi, Susan. Oh, thank you, God. Bruce Nolan here, aboard the Maid of the Mist in fabulous Niagara Falls, New York. First off, let me just add another congratulations to Evan Backstabber. Pardon me, Baxter. Baxter, rather. It is good to see what someone with real talent can do when great opportunities are given to them instead of me. <laughs> anyway, I'm here with Catherine Hepburn's mom. Tell me. Why did you throw the Blue Heart of the Ocean jewel over the railing of the Titanic? Did you feel bad at all, letting Leo DiCaprio drown while you were safe floating on the big door? Could you have taken turns? Or were you just too afraid to freeze your big fat ass off? (laughs) I guess that's how life is, isn't it? Some people are drenched, freezing to death, on a stupid boat, with a stupid hat, while others are in a comfy news studio. sucking up all the glory. Oh well, no big deal. Oh, look, it's the owner of the Maid of the Mist. Let's have a talk with him, shall we? Come on in here, Bill. Right. No, 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 come on. Let's have a talk. Come on, what are you doing? Bill, you've been running the Maid of the Mist for 23 years now. Tell me, why do you think I didn't get the anchor job? Hey, man, I don't want any problems. I don't want... Is it my hair, Bill? Are my teeth not wide enough? Or like the Great Falls is the bedrock of my life eroding beneath me. Eroding. Eroding. <laughs> back. Back. <laughs> Bruce Nolan for Eyewitness News. Back to you, fuckers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit!
3: <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> so
0: that, that is, that is, is
4: so funny. Back to you, fuckers. fuckers. Long road in beneath
1: me. <laughs> that was the first time we've ever watched a uh, movie on this movie podcast.
2: Yeah, it was so we gotta, good. We gotta do that. I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, may, that might be hard. Why might I have to cut? Remember, that out. we'll see. Remember,
2: remember when we said we would watch all the Spy Kids movies one time? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: We still got to do the
2: Spy Kids marathon. It'll happen. It's, it, it's got to be in person sometime.
3: Yeah, come guys
2: yeah because we because we have a Grant big Williams? argument on on what is the best Spy kids movie so we got to settle it once and for all yeah the one with the freaky animals no yes dude number two is the best
3: yeah whichever one that is that's number two,
0: number two. best one every time god... we get together we talk about
1: spy kids
0: <laughs> do you think god is afraid of his creations yeah <laughs>
1: There
2: yes. is no God. That's why I stepped in. That's why oh. I stepped in. Full circle. Full circle. Yep. See, it always comes back. Alrighty.
1: Um, thank you guys for joining us. Um, thanks for having us. Follow thank Corey on TikTok. This we will have some TikToks from this. And Our some content. others. We're gonna yeah. have content. We might be doing uh uh Guardian's trivia later on in the week, so keep your Keep your eyes peeled for that. um, Or even your whole face peeled off. Why not? Right. Yeah. It's a face-off. Yeah, it's a I mean, face-off. We should do that movie. More full circle. That's a goofy fucking movie, bro.
0: But I love um, it. It's got Nick Cage in it, so you got me all the balls.
1: That's <laughs> all you can need. Say?
0: That's all I need.
2: We've been Nick. over it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Nick freaking Cage. I'm Nick freaking Cage. Um... Thank you guys, as always. And I don't know what the next episode is going to be. It could be fucking Mario. It could be Looking um, for 80 for Brady. It could be the whale. It could be d It could be air. Smile. It's <laughs> <Just laughs> not going to be smile. <coughs> Actually, I did
0: movie. watch it, though. That was a good movie. It was okay. It was, it was okay.
1: Max getting dunked on. I, I
0: people hyped it up as it was being really good, and then I saw it and I was like, This is fine, okay, I'll because take that. I'll has, take it.
2: That's how you were with Barbarian, interesting too. Opinions.
0: Yeah, yeah, people loved Barbarian, and I was like, I don't think I like this at all, actually. Well, I,
3: I just rate them how I enjoy them.
2: That's you know what, that's very fair. Max is like, I run on vibes, I really do. It's how I feel about a movie. whatever I'm feeling. <laughs> Who needs cinematography when you get that vibe? Yeah, that's part of the vibe.
1: Thank you for listening, as always, and until next time, uh... Uh... ah, see ya, see ya,
0: man.
4: I'll see ya.